Welcome to Two Girls, One Ghost. Two Girls, One Ghost. This is an encounters episode, so... Yep. We don't tell you stories, we just read your stories back to you, because you email them to us at twogirlsoneghostpodcast at gmail.com. And you make us cry, you make us scream, you make us not sleep forever and ever. <laughs> I blame all of my sleeping troubles on our listeners and their ghost stories. It's seriously true. Oh, I'm Corinne. Oh, and I'm Sabrina. We are your ghostesses. Yes. I'm at my house in Vermont again. And this morning I walked down and the very first thing my mom says to me in the kitchen is, did you see that video that someone posted in your Facebook group last night? <laughs> I was like, no. And so we watched it together and we're both screaming and had full body chills. Oh, my gosh. Which one was it? Uh, Someone posted the security footage from the company that they work at. And there was like a bright flash and all this stuff going on. And so they were re-listening to the tape and watching it. And someone says, hello. Like, really (gasps) close. It's so creepy. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to go watch it. Did you see the one where there's that little girl dancing and then all of a sudden this like alien creature is in the kitchen window or the door frame? (gasps) No. I'll tag you in it. It's so creepy. Okay, I need to go deeper into our Facebook. People post (laughs) so frequently, so I feel like I missed some of the posts. I need to get better. Me too. You guys are killing us with the good haunted stuff. Yeah, freaky deaky. In the best way. In the best way possible. Well, should we just go right into it and... Yeah. Let's just tell... Yeah. Do you want to go first? Sure. I can go first. Okay. Hmm. Which one to do? This is called Possible Possession Slash Run-In with a Tall Shadow Man. And it's from Christina. Hello, ghost gals and Leia. I wanted to start off with two encounters I had a couple years ago. I never once believed in anything paranormal. That was until I lived in my adopted parents' house and slept over at a friend's haunted house. One night, I had woken up to use the bathroom around 2 or 3 a.m. Being sleepy and all, I didn't care that there was a change in temperature in the bathroom until I heard a little girl's voice whisper something I couldn't fully understand. That instantly woke me up. I couldn't sleep for the rest of the night. Flash forward a couple months, I woke up around the same time, only this time to see a little girl crying at the end of my bed (gasps) with a black shadow that looked like a black dog. My first thought was, oh, I must be dreaming. So I went back to sleep. (laughs) That's it. She just went back to sleep. My goodness. After that, nothing really happened again besides my stuff being moved and misplaced somewhere else. The second paranormal experience was at a friend's house. The first thing she told me when I went to stay over was that her house was haunted, one ghost being her grandma, and she said that she could smell her perfume when her grandma is nearby, and that many other people have died there. Me not fully being a believer, just scoffed and laughed, saying, yeah, right. That, that's like the worst thing to do. Don't, don't Don't scoff at ghosts. Yeah, they're gonna show up if you're like, sure. And her friend, I'm very proud of that friend being like, hey, by the way, my house is very haunted. Welcome. It's kind of preparing her. But at the same time, I wonder I wonder if anything would have happened had she not said anything. I wonder if by saying, like, oh, the house is haunted, people either become more scared or more open and then are more prone right. to experience something. Let's go knock on our friend's door, her friend's door and find out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it could go either way because we yeah. didn't advertise that our house was spiritually active. 
when I grew up. And yet a lot of people told us like, by the way, your house has ghosts. And we're like, oh, yeah, we know. We know. (laughs) We know. That night, I couldn't barely sleep because of her snoring and the nightlight that she had. As I was close to drifting asleep, I noticed something moving. I look up to see a freaking shadow of a hand moving on the ceiling. I, of course, freak out and put the covers over my head and try to wake up my friend. As soon as she wakes up, she looks by the door and screams. I asked her why she's screaming, and her reply was that there's a dark shadow man in the corner of the door. (gasps) And, of course, my reaction once again is to put the covers over my head, and I hope it doesn't get me. <laughs> I finally get some sleep after that. Somehow, in the morning, I woken, I'm woken up by my friend freaking out and not acting like herself. Her face was pale what? as snow, and she was sweating and saying really weird stuff. Then, out of nowhere, she says, help, I think I'm being possessed or <gasps> something. And she starts shaking all over. I start telling her, hey quit messing around you're scaring me and then out of nowhere she runs into the bathroom and she throws up what i've never been so scared in my life i get up and i grab a cross and i put it on her hoping that it would help because i don't know what to do and no one else is home i mean that's a pretty smart call that's why like movies are good reference sometimes right yeah 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 you're like otherwise you wouldn't know what to do what do they do in exorcisms like here's a cross Later, she's completely fine and asks me why I was freaking out and doesn't remember anything from the past hour. (sighs) I'm not really sure if she was possessed or not, but let's just say I'm more aware of paranormal stuff and fully believe now. I have some more stories, but that's for another time. I hope you guys enjoyed my life scares. I enjoy listening to your guys' podcast every day. It gets me through the long work day. You guys do a great job of keeping me on my toes and scared. Much love from a Wiccan, Christina. Well, Christina, you just kept us on our toes and made us scared. It's just freaky that she was witness to this and she was alone and the friend didn't yeah. have any memory of it happening. Oh. It's not just like, like, it's not as if her friend would just started shaking and was like, oh, I'm being possessed. Like Christina herself saw right. the shadow figure and woke up her friend, you know? And it's weird that it was like a shadow of a hand on the ceiling and then an actual shadow figure on like at the doorway. And it makes me wonder if there are two entities or if she had just seen a piece of the shadow person on the ceiling and then the next time when the friend was awake, it was in the doorway. Yeah, maybe Christina didn't turn to look in the doorway. She was just looking up know. and so the shadow figure placed itself or a part of itself where she would see. I don't know. I I just want to know what happened at that friend's house. Like, why are there so many spirits? She said a lot of people died there. I know. That's kind of weird. I wonder if if she just assumed people died there because it was so haunted or if there's actually record of a lot of past tenants or maybe the land having a lot of uh, deaths. I don't know. It sounds so scary. And there's something about being over at a friend's house that's just even more terrifying you know because you're not where you're comfortable you're kind of already on edge when you're spending the night at someone else's house yeah and then your friend gets possessed Uh she won't be like is that (laughs) i just wonder (laughs) you know when you go to a friend's house and you just see the family dynamic and you're like oh wow this is very different from mine or you know you just like kind of look at their lifestyles Mm -hmm. do you think it's like a normal thing for their family just to like get possessed in the mornings people wake up and it's like oh not this again well they wouldn't know because they don't have any memory of it so maybe it is their morning routine (laughs) but unless someone else is there to bear witness 
they don't know yeah no thank you okay what do you have um okay this is from caitlin she says my great-grandmother was a psychic corinne sabrina Hey ladies, I have been listening to your podcast since the fall and I am obsessed. I am a therapist and I religiously listen to TGOG and my favorite murder when I have breaks in between clients. <laughs> the episodes remind me of the days when I used to scare the crap out of my college roommate, who is also my best friend, and drag her to haunted places in Knoxville. It was the best. That sounds like the I'm best. writing. It does sound like the best. I am writing, writing to you today to tell the story of my great-grandmother, Ketman. My family is from North New Jersey, and to help paint a picture, this branch of the family was from Clifton. I grew up not too far away in Mountain Lakes. Oh, I know this area very well. My great-grandmother was incredibly generous, talented, and devoted to her family, and we all love to believe that she was a psychic. Since she passed away before I was born, my mom would tell me all these stories about her and her ability to read cards. One story in particular has always stood out, so here we go. My godmother's parents used to host their entire family at their home every Friday night. That sounds like so much fun. I know. I know. They would play games, relax, and just enjoy everyone's company. My great-grandmother, Ketman, would read everyone's cards for fun, but she would never tell someone if she saw something negative in their reading. She'd only report on good things. So one Friday night during a gathering, she was reading my great-uncle Bud's cards, my godmother's father. While she was scanning the cards in her hands, she saw something malevolent and immediately threw the cards down on the table in front of them. Uncle Bud was eager eager to know what she saw, and she eventually gave in after he persisted. She told him that she saw him becoming injured and seeing seven white coats. He thought it was complete BS, even though he saw how frightened my great-grandmother was. He laughed it off, and the family said good goodbye for the night seven white coats makes me think that it was a very serious injury because that would be like doctors surgeons surrounded nurses like just a ton of different people yeah professionals yeah wow and it kind of makes me like that she saw the card but then she had this flash of a of a memory or like of something that's going to happen right it's not just like oh this is what the cards mean she actually sees a vision of what will happen exactly So that night, Uncle Bud woke up to go to the bathroom. He accidentally took a wrong turn on his way down the hall, tripped, and fell down the stairs. The fall knocked him out for a bit since he fell down the entire staircase, and when he came to, he looked up to see seven EMTs wearing white coats, preparing him to be lifted into the ambulance. It gives me chills every time. The reading was so precise that there's no doubt she had some exceptional abilities. Ever since her passing, my godmother and her daughter, my cousin, have reported seeing her passing by their bedroom doors to check in on them. We love knowing she's still around. Thank you for reading my family's story. We are all in touch with the paranormal, and I love hearing other people's experiences with ghosts on TGOG. Keep up the amazing work. See you on the other side. Caitlin. Wow. I. This is so exciting because they basically I know. have proof. I mean, it, it's horrible that her uncle was injured. But they have proof that their grandmother was extremely in touch. Her great-grandmother was extremely in touch with the spiritual world. Right. I wonder what else she knew but never told her family. Because Caitlin made a point of saying that her great-grandmother would never share if it was too scary or too negative. So, which is kind of almost a burden for her 
to have, you know, like she's like seeing all these terrible things that are going to happen to her family and keeps them to herself. Yeah, she's waiting for the bad thing to happen. But I wonder if she does so because, I mean, she it sounds like she gets the visions, kind of a gist of what happens, but it's not clear exactly what happens or when it happens. Right. So say, Sabrina, that I had a vision of like you and Nick breaking up or something like that. How dare you? I'm trying to think of something. <laughs> but like, say I have a vision of that. Why would I tell yeah. you? Because I don't know when it happens. I don't know if it's in seven years or right. it's tomorrow. And I wouldn't want you to go through your life thinking and being so analytical yeah. of every little tiny thing because that could cause whatever is going to happen, you know? Right. Absolutely. And and the few times that I have gotten my cards read, I have said, I have asked them not to share anything negative. Yeah, because it's just scary, and then you live every day yeah. being like, "Is today the day, or am I yeah. am I doing the right thing to set me off of this negative right path? to avoid?" Yeah, but how sweet that the great grandmother still passes by the bedrooms and checks in on her I family. Know. I love that. I love that too. It's very sweet. I wonder if the rest of them are going to develop these really strong psychic abilities. I hope. I was like really remember a while back I was having like weird feelings and I felt like I knew it was happening two seconds before it happened. Mm -hmm. I was really hoping hoping that was going to develop into something and then (laughs) maybe I just need to get more sleep and then I'll get back into it. Yeah, you just got to have a little bit more free time, a little less stress. You've got a lot going on right now. Once you're more freed up, your mind can expand. Yeah, and then Two Girls, One Coven Facebook group can help me channel my psychic abilities. (laughs) Utilize all of the resources we have. Help me, Sarah. This is from Lainey or Lonnie. My cousin's name is Lainey, so I say Lainey, but it could be Lonnie. I'm going to say Lainey. Okay. It could be either. Yeah. Possessed at work. What? (laughs) I picked. I have a. (laughs) That evil laugh. (laughs) <laughs> I'm possessed. <laughs> I have a theme with my emails. You'll you'll see. Me too this week. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, perfect. Look, we're in tune once again. Oh yeah. Look at us go. Maybe we are psychic. Hi guys, to start off, I am a huge fan of your podcast and I totally relate to everything you guys say. I haven't listened everything? to everything. 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 <laughs> Every little thing. I haven't listened to music for so long because I've just been listening to your podcast. Ha. Oh. Okay. So this happened today. So I still can't Ooh. tell if it was a mild possession or a case of early onset Alzheimer's. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so I work at a movie theater in Arizona. It's fun, but the shifts are usually eight to nine hours. So I tend to zone out from time to time when we have free time. Some background information. At my theater, the people who clean the theater auditoriums are called ushers. We basically wait outside of a movie theater and say, bye, thank you for coming, and then we clean the theaters. The time I zone out is usually when we exit great. Ha ha. That's funny. <laughs> she kind of goes into autopilot just being like, bye, bye, thank you, Ming. Bye. Yeah. Not trying to meet anyone there. No. Anyways, there was a time when my manager had me take out the trash and then clean the restrooms and then meet the rest of the ushers back at the theater. I can't remember what happened between me taking out the trash at six 
to me cleaning the theater at 7.30. I can't remember an hour and a half of my life. When I zoned back in, I walked past my manager and he called me into the back and asked me what I was doing. I said, what do you mean? And he goes, after you took out the trash, you walked past me and I tried calling your name and you didn't answer. Then you ran into Alex, name changed for privacy. And when Alex asked you to clean the theater, you responded with, I'm sorry, I'm afraid I don't know how to do that. And then what? you walked into the bathroom. Oh my God, I have chills. Oh my. <laughs> when he told me this, I was shocked and honestly got the chills. Then I started asking people when the last time was that they saw me. And some of them said that they saw me walk the length of the theater, occasionally stopping and staring at a corner of the wall. I don't remember any of what happened or what they told me, but my behavior was so weird. And to say I'm still freaked out would be an understatement. P.S. I live 20 minutes away from the Lost Dutchman National Park and have been there countless times and had no idea that it was haunted until your podcast. Oh, my God. Keep up the amazing work and see you on the other side, Lainey. <laughs> oh, okay. Aside from this being really scary, I'm going to try this at work today it's just zoning out and trying to get possessed no like when someone asks me to do something i'm gonna say i'm sorry i'm afraid i don't know how to do that and then just walk off and then just turn and stare into a corner for 30 straight minutes (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so freaky and clearly her manager knew that something was a little off to be like hey can you come come back here with me for a minute now that you're kind of seeming a little more normal right but for an hour and a half it sounds like people kind of avoided her yeah and everyone was like what is going on with Lainey oh my god I'm sorry I don't know how to do that that's so creepy I don't know how to do that that's so creepy it's so terrifying could you imagine just being in a space with someone who just like, what do you do? I don't know. It's I mean, it's like as if someone, I mean, he, the manager tried calling her name and she didn't really even respond to it. Acknowledge it. It's like a whole nother person took over and didn't realize who they were or what they were supposed to be doing. Like, couldn't, couldn't fake it, you know? Right. Oh, that's so scary. I did. <sighs> and for her too, like. To realize that she has so much missing time and have no recollection of it would be so frightening because what if this happens to her at home but she has no one to tell her that she has lost time? Right, exactly. It's just like Christina's story with her friend getting possessed for a full hour and not remembering any of it or why Christina was so freaked out. What would you do in this situation? Like if you saw someone getting possessed, what would you do? Oh my God, I don't know. (laughs) You know what? Honestly, I think I would ask them questions because it's kind of like when you see someone sleep talking or sleepwalking, you're Mm. just intrigued and you're like, well, what will they say next? And so you like I've tried to communicate with people who are sleep talking and sleepwalking, although I wouldn't recommend it because one time when I was in the (laughs) same room with Jordan, she was sleepwalking and talking and she stood up Uh and I said something to her and she turned so slowly (gasps) and just stared at me. And it was no. so creepy. I thought she was going to charge me. That's like, oh, horrifying. Oh, no. Go back to bed, Jordan. Go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore me. I'm not here. <laughs> yeah. 
Maybe she yeah, was possessed scary. because we were in Hawaii and we were staying at a house that we had never been to before. Who knows? Something took her over. Ooh. So creepy. And this is, it's not like, she, the weird thing about this is it's not like she, she was functioning and she was in the middle of doing something when something right. else just came over her. And there's a difference between the like zoning out when you're greeting people because it's such a mundane part of her job that like she does every day and it's like it doesn't really it's one of those tasks that doesn't take a ton of like energy out of your body so it's easy to zone out but zoning out for an hour and a half and having no recollection is just completely different yeah that's a really long time and it's not like when she's zoning out and saying bye to people she's like saying weird things like i'm sorry you have to leave and like i don't know who you are please leave our establishment you know she's like saying what she's supposed to be saying yeah zoning out is very different you're yeah. cognizant you're aware of what you're doing you're just not mm-hmm. putting a lot of uh, i don't know like mental Brain focus into the yeah. task but it's not like you don't yeah. remember you're just like oh wow i wasn't really paying close attention i don't remember what right. people really look like but you know that exactly. you talk to people yeah it's just kind of like less clear but to just have blank eek Ooh, maybe she was alone and she got possessed when she entered the theater to clean or maybe she's always been possessed her possessed self just emailed us or <laughs> what if the possessed self is actually her true self like what if that person that's like i'm sorry i don't know how to do that is her real self but this other creature has taken her over for so long <laughs> that that person that spirit is the one that knows how to do the ushering <laughs> this is so horrible <laughs> poor lady we're sorry you're probably not possessed but maybe you are but this is just such a fun email so we're enjoying it it is and it's funny because i like how you did a lot of um loss of memory and i'm doing a lot of gaining memories of the future okay so this is from gianna and she says my dreams are telling me the future with ghosts Hello, lovely ghostesses. Well, first off, I truly do love your podcast and have binged the entire thing in less than two weeks. I normally listen before I go to bed or at work. I love the looks I get in my small office when people walk by my door and hear briefly about a ghost. (laughs) Anyways, why am I emailing tonight? Well, I have been a believer in the paranormal, guardian angels, and everything in between since I can remember. Last night, I fell asleep listening to your podcast and things got weird very weird oh no i can't help but feel like this is our fault (laughs) well okay she says let me preface because i have very vivid dreams and they normally predict my future you know how raven and that's so raven has visions of the future in snippets and didn't know what or why it would be well yeah that's me in my dreams so it's not totally our fault it sounds like this is a normal thing for her it's the future she can see it is She says, I try to write them down in the morning or take a mental note for the future. This happens a lot to me and I'm beyond used to it now. My mom says it's deja vu and others don't believe me. Well, we believe you. It's real. Okay. So so back to last night. I fell asleep listening to your podcast. It was episode 31. So the episode topic does not even relate to my weirdly vivid dream that I know you want to hear about now. (laughs) The dream started off with me at my twin's first birthday, boy and a girl. First off, in real life right now, I don't have kids, nor am I in a relationship or married, but I've always known I will have a set of twins. My husband and I soon buy a house after this birthday, a bigger one for the kids. This house was creepy. Oh, no. We were standing outside, and he said it was perfect, and I sighed. 
It felt so wrong. It felt haunted. And okay, this is a dream. Dreams and feelings do mix. But like I said, this was vivid and I felt like it was, I felt like I was truly living it. And I did not want to be in this house. In real life, I know where this house is. I drive by it on my way to work all the time. It's in a nice part of the city, the bougie part, and it has a beautiful huge porch that is where, and it's where I want to live and raise a family someday. Not in the house, but the neighborhood. These houses in the neighborhood were built in the late 1800s to early 1900s. So back to the dream. We bought this house, and I never liked it in the dream, and even now in real life I don't. It doesn't have a good vibe. It doesn't have a good vibe to it. It's dark and spooky, and the windows look like eyes, and they watch you when you walk by. In my dream, my hubby wanted to fix it up and blah, blah, blah. For some reason, he was never home. I was alone in this house. I felt like someone was watching and following me. Jumping along in my dream, I was listening to your podcast and reading Devil in the White City. I've never read this book. I have it, but I've never read it. I opened the book this morning in real life and found the page I was reading in the dream. It was verbatim, every single word. Oh my gosh, I I knew what was coming. I know. (laughs) I knew what was coming next before I even read it. So weird. It's so weird. In the dream, the lights would flicker and the children's toys would move. The dream jumps and keeps jumping from different timelines because I kept waking up scared out of my mind, but every time I fell back asleep, it would begin again in a new vivid vision. So back to the first three vivid visions for a quick recap. One, my kid's first birthday. Two, buying the house. Three, being home and reading the book. Now to the scary part. Home alone again. It was raining and windy. I was waiting up for my husband to come home and watching the rain. The hanging light next to me starts to swing. The window next to me opens. No rain comes in like it was creating a barrier from ruining the house. I jump up and start walking away. I look to my left and see my children's teddy bear and baby dolls heads turn to look at me and stand up from lying on the floor. I like have full chills. Me too. It uh, feels real because it like it, it is real. We know because, because right. The book told us so. <laughs> it was like it's like in a inception when the thing when the like dreidel thing spins and doesn't or stop falls, or does stop. How yeah. you know what's reality and what's not. It's like the book page yeah. is verbatim when you know that it's actually And she's never opened it in real life, but then the next morning it was so spot on. Okay. Right. Yeah. I have like tears in my eyes, so I'm having trouble reading my reading email. <laughs> okay. Are you then, okay? <laughs> yes. I am, I am. Okay. So I look to the left and see my children's teddy bear and baby dolls' heads turning to look at me and stand up from lying on the floor. Then they walk out the side door to the giant porch. My devil in the white city book flies off the table at me, hits me, and all of the lights begin to flicker. I run to my front door and it's unlocked, but it won't open. I shake the handle over and over again. I look out the door's window and I see my husband. I scream, but nothing comes out. I hit the window and door over and over again, but no noise is coming from me banging. I look at him and I see him walk off with his ex-girlfriend. He smiles at me, gives me a malicious smile like it's not even him, but his doppelganger. He looked like a ghost, though. He was basically see-through. I looked to the door that the freaking toys walked out of, and I ran to it because it was still open. And of course, it closes and locks on me. I fell to the floor, started crying and praying, sobbing. I woke up in my bed at my house shaking, and then I fell back to sleep. 
I woke up in my dream on the front lawn of the house, my husband holding me and saying, we're moving. I looked at the house and it was doing nothing, but it had a malice look on its face. Then I woke up to my alarm and began to pray again. I begged God to not let me buy that house and thanked him for giving me the gift to see my future. But I know this may happen and I will not let it know. I do not want this. Ex- I do not want to experience this. I was truly terrified this morning. So now when I drive by that house, I know it's haunted and not from the vibe it gives, but from living in the future. If that's what you want to call it. Next time I drive by, I'll take a picture. I have more vision dreams. One includes the Blair Witch Project. Ooh. And I'd be happy to share them with you in another email. I hope you enjoyed it. Peace and sage, Gianna. Whoa. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> First of all, I can't help but wonder if she remembers what her husband looks like because she said she's not I in a relationship. I asked her. Yeah, I asked her the exact same question. Did you? I want to know if she yeah. like, knows what he looks like so that when she meets him, she's like, oh my gosh, this is she my said, husband. She said, I didn't recognize my husband's face. It was kind of a blur. I saw some features, but I think if I see him in the future, I'll be like, oh shit, I know you. <laughs> oh shit, we already lived in a haunted house together. <laughs> she, yeah, she says, oh shit, I know you, but you don't know me and we are not buying that creepy house on Park Ave. That's a good way to make him not your husband real quick. <laughs> i'm sorry what the hell did you just say (laughs) okay crazy lady he keeps walking (laughs) oh my gosh wow this is so freaky and i can't get over the detail about the book page because it's not just like she has had bad feelings about this house and then had a scary dream about it right like she was given enough enough clues and enough signs to know that this is not just a scary Mm -hmm. dream it's yep it's a warning it's a warning. That's so terrifying. And she said that the house has um, mirrors all in the garden and perimeter of their house, perimeter of the house, and that's like really creepy. Like I just like picture it with like toys scattered around in the yeah lawn because they don't want to be in the house. And mirrors are portals. Totally. Like I wonder if the person who lives there now is making it haunted. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just like get rid of the mirrors. It's weird. I know. I really want to see a photo of the house. Me too. I kind of picture it as being this like beautiful, big, white, colonial style house. Mm. See, I'm picturing Victorian. Yeah, like maybe a wraparound porch in the front and a big willow tree. Ooh. And then you're like, oh, that's cute. It's old. Just if we repaint it, it'll look (laughs) brand new. And then all of your toys turn to look at you and walk out of it's like it's one of those houses where adults go and they're like this is beautiful i love the history of it and the little (laughs) kid that hops out of the car with its little his little teddy bear looks up at it and then the wind whistles through the willow tree and it blows and you hear like and the twinkling mm -hmm. sound of the (gasps) wind wind chime and the little kid's like nope and then you know little kid's like because little little kids kids know mom who are those people staring at us from the windows? Nothing. It's just your imagination. Go play upstairs. Mom, why are they telling me to kill you? All right, we're moving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so scary. If I was house hunting and my child said, who are those people? I would just silently turn right back around, put him in the car, <laughs> and drive away. I think I'd be like, I don't know, but let's find out. <gasps> no. <laughs> Haven't you read Are those? you kidding? I absolutely would not. Yeah. Oh, my God. Leia wouldn't even enter the house, I bet. She'd become right. an outside cat. 
Oh, she would love that. She does try to escape every opportunity she gets. She does. But she does love me. Let's make that very clear. Actually, wait, you know what's really sad? What? So when I was gone in Park City, she... Like, cats are very... They can take care of themselves. I set her up with food. I'm a great cat mom. I didn't do anything wrong. Um... But when I came back, she had like a little balding patch from over grooming because she has cat anxiety. Oh, she sad. missed me so much that she over groomed. She over <laughs> and I felt really, really sad. Oh my god, did you see that? Just the cat <laughs> grooming. Someone posted in our Facebook page, like an Instagram or something, where some guy said that he was sitting in the dark and his cat was grooming itself very loudly and it sounded like an <laughs> old man was eating chili in the corner. <laughs> I guess slurping. <laughs> so gross. Oh, gosh. Oh, That's man. amazing. I haven't seen that. Ugh, I want a dog. I know you need one. Wait, have I ever told you the story? So in high school, I had a Bernese Mountain dog, like a big Bernese Mountain dog. His name was Bear. And Aww. we moved, we moved in, actually it was eighth grade. So we moved into this new home in eighth grade and we had like been loading things in and the door was wide open and my dog like ran out and we're like, oh, like shoot. Well, like, so we like went to go find him. We couldn't. He comes back like totally normal, like on his own. We're like, oh, great. He came back. But then we're all sitting down for dinner and he just throws up an entire corn on the cob. <laughs> And we're like, we're like, where did you get this? So we have no idea. Fast forward like a few months and we're having a neighborhood block party. And our neighbor across the street is talking about how this one day they had just gone to the store or they had gone to like a farm fresh, you know, corn on the cob stand. And they had just bought a bunch of fresh corn and they had it on the kitchen island. And then he thought he was going crazy because he turned around and two of the corn on the cobs were missing. <laughs> and he had never known where where they went. And it turns out my dog <laughs> slipped into their front door and stole these corns on the cob and then came home acting like nothing, nothing oh happened. Oh, my gosh. And for a <laughs> big, big dog to be so sneaky like that is hysterical. I know. He knew what he was doing was wrong, so he oh, tiptoed yeah. into that. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like a massive dog. Oh, my God. It's crazy oh, that no one knew. I know. I am such a dog person. I will never get sick of dog stories. I think that we should have <laughs> more dog pictures posted on our <laughs> Facebook group. I love dogs, too. I do. Yeah. I just, they're a lot more time commitment to take care of. They, yeah, they are. Well, next week is your birthday. So yeah. this comes out on Wednesday. And Sunday, when our regular episode comes out, it will be Sabrina's actual birthday. It's on the 26th. It is on the 26th. So happy early birthday. What are you going to do this weekend? Oh, thank you. I have a friend's wedding. Amanda's wedding. Oh, my gosh. That In San will be Diego. Fun. It will be fun. Because if the previous wedding events are any indication of <laughs> how that wedding's going to be, it will be fantastic. Quite elaborate. Magical. Yes. A lot going on. I will. I don't know what I'm wearing yet, but it's going to. I'm hoping that the universe plants a dress in my hands without me having to go shopping. Just wear something you already have. No one will know. My birthday suit. Oh, my God. I should wear my birthday suit because it's my birthday weekend. That makes so much sense. I was actually thinking that exact thing. And I was thinking about the that children's book, The Emperor's New Coat. 
I was like, just say that you're wearing, you're you wearing see a, a dress that's made beautiful. of the finest silk. <laughs> People just can't I love see that it. story. <laughs> Except for he wasn't a great guy. No, it, that was karma. All right, well. But I'm going to just be confident and flaunt my, what I got. That's all you can okay. do in this life. Yeah, I'm not good at that. So. Okay, if you guys have ghost stories or just anything paranormal or odd, send them to us. <laughs> Our email is two girls one ghost podcast at gmail.com. I know we've said this previously. I just want to say it again. When we read stories in our regular episodes and encounters episodes we uh pick from our from our gmail so if you send them to us on any other form they won't be read on the podcast yes oh and as we've just discussed corinne would love to see dog photos on our facebook page so go check out our social media which will soon be filled with more dogs uh, we have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have Twitter, and on Facebook, we have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. So the group is kind of a private place to post about your ghost stories, dog pictures, etc. And the page is more business and it has like updates and then you can like that and rate and review us on there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're looking for ways to support us, you can write us a review on iTunes that keeps mm-hmm. us within the top 200 and lets other people discover us, which means more ghost stories and hopefully get right. to the point where we can have events where we can actually meet you guys. Yeah. We also have merchandise. You yep. can mm-hmm. find it in our Instagram bio, the link, or by going to two girls one ghostpodcast.com and clicking on the merch tab. Yeah. And we have Patreon. So please, if you feel so inclined, go check out our Patreon page and try it. And if you have the financial abilities, please help us grow by donating to our podcast. You can help support us. We have all these different bonuses in the tiers, like picking topics or discounts on merch, etc. So we'll make it worth your while. Right. And remember that this isn't a podcast. This is a pyramid scheme. So go tell two people today <laughs> about the podcast and have them tell two people and so on. The more people you bring on, the more likely you are to get a free pink, pink convertible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be invisible like the emperor's new coat. So exactly. we're going to say, here's your car. And you're going to say, there's no car. And we're going to say, yes, there is. It's just the best quality car in the world. It's that a phantom has no car. emissions. Yeah. Oh my god. There we go. We did it. We brought it back around. Now we can sign <laughs> off. We're good. We're done. We're done. We've talked about ghosts the whole time. Okay. We will see, see you, you on the other on side. The other side. Very spooky. You are now entering the mortuary the bi-weekly podcast that offers you an immersive discourse into the occult paranormal and conspiracies of the world we are your hosts of horror i'm brock and i'm tanner the mortuary podcast was formed out of the passion and undying curiosity for the unknown we seek to explore expose embrace and experience all the things that go bump in the night Join us as we dive into gruesome, real-life accounts of ghosts and demons, speculate on taboo conspiracies, and take phone calls from real people with real paranormal accounts. You can learn more about us at themortuarypodcast.com, where you can also find exclusives and spooky blog posts. You can listen to The Mortuary on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and pretty much any other podcast platform. So join us bi-weekly as we enter 
the, the mortuary. mortuary.